Thank you, Kaylee. Talked a little bit about rejection rates, talked about some good data, but right now let's visualize how we're looking at in terms of rejections. And so far it looks like all quiet on the rejection front, Donnie. We're gonna look at our WRI. Our WRI is change, change, change. It really helps point out significant changes. It's blank, <laughs> which is telling us over the past week, there hasn't been any significant changes. And this has been this way for about the past four weeks. We might see one or two on here. I don't think I've seen more than four. And that's because there's not a lot of significant changes on a week-to-week basis. Uh, I've also showed us our most volatile maps page, which I believe is a, a better one to use possibly right now just because it shows what uh, markets are operating out of the, above or below the norm. And it's a 52-week average for that norm. So uh, I'd want to pull it up here to see we have one market on here. And it's Jacksonville, negative 4.37. Well, it is significant. It's below negative four. I say above four or below negative four. We need to keep an eye on them. And basically what it's saying is Jacksonville has deteriorated rapidly over the last week. We saw Jacksonville lit up pretty blue last week. Well, we went and checked the prices in and out of Jacksonville. And the prices really hadn't been affected yet. Might have been a little bit better to run on up to uh, Savannah. So, um, but that's the way Florida reacts, especially in the drive-in sector. So uh, Jacksonville deteriorating. The rest of the U.S., just a lot of small, minute, minor changes as markets kind of go up and down, depending on what volumes you're doing. I think that's a great point to talk about because we can see movements in rejection rates, but it doesn't always mean that it makes it to spot because that waterfall, there's so much extra capacity even in the contract space. Oh, you're my secondary carry, my tertiary character. Oh, well, I, one of you are going to take it when rejection rates are that low. Well, one problem with uh, with Jacksonville is below it, Lakeland and Miami are highly overbooked for drive-in. So they may price it to drop in Miami and start deadheading up. I mean, even as far as Atlanta, when its conditions are these bad, this bad, but they may try to find loads out of Miami or uh, or um, Jacksonville or Savannah. So a lot of these trucks will push up into this market first and overload that market, super overload it because of all that excess capacity moving up, deadheading, and it can really help push those rates down. Uh, Florida is its own monster. Make your money going into Florida because you're not going to make anything coming out. You're going to pay to get your truck out of Florida. If you price it right going in, you can do that. Let's go to the next chart here. Now, we've already looked at the NTI, uh, but we were comparing the contract rates. Now, I've got the regular NTI brought up uh, with fuel included, so it's the all-in rate. And our NTID, which is the daily rate. The blue line is a seven-day rolling average based on this purple line that we have here. So looking at it, we peaked up for 4th of July. We've seen that, and we have been coming down rapidly ever since. Just a, um, every few days, a penny or two. Here we uh, made up above 230, and by tomorrow, probably down below 220. Uh, so a good 10-cent fall here over the past couple of weeks. Um, and I think the challenge is as well, looking forward, uh, NTIF, looking at the forecast and models, you know, currently it could be said that a pricing floor was reached by this point in May, but at the same time with this movement, it, it's really interesting because it almost reminds me of stocks as well. How are we going, do you think we're going to bottom out or do you think we're going to see? Well, we've been in this range since uh, mid-April. Yeah. We did have one drop down uh, to about 210, which is could be dangerous. Could we continue to go on down? This is what I talked about with Tony a lot. My worry is what's going to happen after the 4th of July. It only takes a couple of weeks, and then you can see some deterioration. So that will be after the 15th of July. You can start seeing some deterioration. And August and September for spot is very hard. Yeah. So going, if we continue this excess capacity, we could drop further on down. 
And so I would say here, give it another couple of weeks to see, are we at bottom or can we go a little bit lower? And my belief is I think there's a possibility that we could go a little bit lower and that could even drag the contracted freight down even further. Definitely. We'll be keeping an eye on that as well. Uh, in spite of the fact that truckload capacity is exiting the market's new entrance, FMCSA data, I want to see next month as well because uh, it looks like there is still plenty of room out there. If you're a shipper, though, bask in the sunshine. If you're a carrier, though, uh, not too good. It's like hurricane season approaching. Who would have thought? All right, that's a wrap for this carrier update. We're going to toss it over to Kaylee and Anthony for our next guest.